are listening to Making Friends Episode 6. Welcome to Making Friends, where I share valuable insight and actionable tips on how to uplevel your current friendships, make new friends, and how to be the best friend you can possibly be. Let's go. Hello, my beautiful, incredible friends. Thank you all so much for 100 downloads. I think this is the coolest thing ever. I'm celebrating all of the wins when it comes to not only this podcast, but everything in life. I think we all could use a little bit more of that. So interesting. Someone else might say, you know what, Zane? 100 downloads with five episodes isn't very much. I know so-and-so who got 10,000 downloads after five episodes, but I am choosing to believe that this is a huge win. And when I believe that, I feel amazing. And when I feel amazing, I post more content and have fun with it. And then I create an amazing experience for myself and get more downloads, which is fun because it perpetuates the cycle. And I think this relates to friendships in that friendships can be hard to measure your wins in. It's not a super measurable area of your life or it's not an area where you are intuitively going to measure it like you would with weight loss or uh, reducing your drinking or smoking or pursuing financial or fitness goals. I really think it's up to us to sort of define what a win is within a friendship and then celebrate those wins. So for me, anytime a friend reaches out for help, that is a huge win for me. It shows that they trust me and that I'm doing my job as a friend for them and vice versa. When I feel comfortable enough to reach out to a friend, it shows that I'm demonstrating that incredible vulnerability. And I count that as a win as well. And my friends, the key here is when you count more wins and celebrate them, you will show up even more in your friendships. And that is related to what we're talking about today. And that is increasing your friendship possibility quotient. I was talking to my friend and I was like, is it pretentious to use the word quotient? Then I looked it up just to be sure on Google. And it is the perfect word for what I'm trying to demonstrate here. So let's define it. Your friendship possibility quotient is the amount you believe it's possible to make new meaningful friendships or uplevel your current friendships. So if you're high in your friendship possibility quotient, I'm just going to call it FPQ for the sake of this podcast. If you're high in your FPQ, that means you really believe that you can make new friends or uplevel your current friendships and vice versa if you have a low FPQ. And I chose the word possibility very mindfully. This isn't about your ability to make new friends or uplevel your current friendships. It's how much you believe you can do those things. I believe all of you listening have the exact same 100% ability to make new friends. I truly believe that for my clients, I believe that for you, and I believe it for everyone on this planet. Now, the amount that you believe that is going to vary, and that's what I want to talk about today, how to actually increase that FPQ, that friendship possibility quotient. So the first step or tip I would give is stop dragging your past friendship life into your present and future. It's just not relevant, good and bad. You can use past experiences to grow, but also recognizing when you're using the past as a template for what you can create in the future. You don't want to use an experience that was negative or something that wasn't good for you in your friendship life to color your past and future, to color your present and future rather, because you've grown since then. You were obviously younger, which means likely if you're listening to a podcast, you've grown just by virtue of that. And you've probably put in some self-development. So how you showed up in the past doesn't really matter anymore in terms of 
your ability to create new friendships in the present and the future. Even when you use the good experiences, you don't want to overuse them either because then you'll stay stuck and you won't dream bigger. For me, I currently and I have had in the past amazing friendships for the most part. I could sit here and say that till the cows come home and truly believe it. However, if I keep on thinking about that and keep on dwelling on that, then I won't grow. Even some of my friendships that I consider to be incredible and amazing and even perfect to an extent, I still want to see them grow because that's what life is about. And I think the area of friendships leaves so much room for growth at all times. I want to feel even more connected to these best friends because I know that I can. The next kind of sub point here is, again, you're not the same person you were then. If you're listening to this, you have a proclivity for growth, which means that who you are today is very different from who you were even like a day ago. I want to say that it, it may not feel like it, but you are taking in new information and new thoughts every single day. And those thoughts are creating new emotions, new actions, and new results for you. And I really think that is important to keep in mind when you want to use a past as evidence for your future. You're a new person in many ways and you've grown. Why wouldn't your friendships grow with you? It just makes logical sense. And sometimes that looks like completing friendships and other times that looks like up-leveling your current ones. But know that you're going to see that growth anyway. And why not be mindful and deliberate and celebratory about it? And my friend, possibility doesn't exist in the past in a useful way. I would offer that past possibility is the same as regret. If you're saying I could have done this in the past or it was possible for me to show up this way in the past and not now or whatever it is, then you're indulging in regret, which doesn't lead to useful actions at all. So I would definitely question that if your brain is wanting to go there. And the past and the future only exist in your brain. Sure, you may have heard the quote, all we have is a present and it's true we don't ever actually experience the past and the future unless it's in our brains so interesting to think about right like they don't exist all we really experience is the present moment everything else is in our brains which means we get to decide what we think about the past and the future for people who say i had a bad past yes i'm sure you could list many experiences even within your friendship life that many would believe are, are bad, but why would you think about that? Why would you tell yourself those stories? They're just going to keep you stuck and they're going to keep your friendship possibility quotient very low versus even rewriting your past stories. It's so useful. I had a mentor who told us the exact same facts of her past in a completely different way both times and in that she described it in a very traumatic, damaging way the first time. And then a very empowering and sort of almost factual and in a way where you could see how she grew from her past experiences. And look, trauma is real. I'm not trying to invalidate that. And also recognize the stories that you're telling yourself on a daily basis matter, especially when it comes to your ability to make new friends. Same for the future. If Even if you believe that you're going to be finding the future exactly where you are now. And if you just copy paste the present into the future, you'd be good to go. That's nice. And you're also listening to a podcast called Making Friends. So I would offer that you might be destined for something different. 
you might be destined to uplevel your friendships in a way you can't even conceive right now. Imagine your current friendship life is like a 2 out of 10 when you're thinking it's a 10. What would a 10 actually look like? If it's already at a 10, imagine a 15 out of 10. I know it doesn't mathematically add up, but think about what your friendship life could be. Just entertain the idea and you'll see that it's it's fun to just grow and evolve, even for the sake of growth and evolvement. So the second tip I have here is be aware of what your current friendship possibility quotient is and why. How strongly do you believe you can make new friends or uplevel your current friendships? Honestly, just answer it and you can write it on a piece of paper. You can answer it in your head. I always recommend paper as many of y'all know, but you'll know the answer based on how you feel. It's not going to be an intellectual thing. So if you say, I believe I can make new friends and you really believe it, you'll feel some kind of vibration in your body or you won't feel any resistance to that thought. And once again, this isn't a place to shame, blame, and judge yourself. Just be aware. That's sort of the point of the second uh, tip here. Then you want to ask yourself why. And this is always the funniest thing with clients. I have one client who will be like, oh, my FPQ or whatever verbiage they're using at the time, like my ability to make new friends or my belief is low because I'm too quiet. And then the next client will say, I'm too loud and in people's faces. It's just so interesting the stories we tell ourselves. One person is too quiet and wants to be loud. The next person is loud and wants to be quieter. You know, even other personality traits like people thinking they're too dorky and nerdy and introverted and then the next person thinking they're not intelligent or witty enough. It's just so interesting the stories our brains tell ourselves and how we use them to hold ourselves back. And it makes a lot of sense based on how our brains work. And that leads me to sort of our last point here on how to actually change it. So you want to look at your compelling why for increasing your possibility quotient. Why do you want to make new friends? Why do you want to uplevel your current friendships? Really ask yourself this question a few times till you get to an answer that feels better in your body than what you were initially telling yourself. So if you're telling yourself, I just can't make new friends, I can't uplevel my current friendships, Ask yourself why you want to. And your answer might be, well, because I want more meaningful friendships in my life. And then you ask yourself why again. Well, I want more meaningful friendships in my life because I want to feel more connected and feel better emotion on a day-to-day basis. Then you ask yourself why once more if that doesn't produce the vibration in your body that you want. And on the third time, you might find an answer like, well, I want to feel better in my body because I'm tired of feeling the sense of disconnection and I know I'm destined to live a life that's more aligned with how I want to feel. That for me is very compelling. It You might have to take it a little bit further. You might have to be creative, but find out what you're compelling why. And this next step is the one that everyone skips. The step that I skipped when I first discovered uh, self-development work in the life coaching context with the life coach school, and that is rehearsal. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on rehearsal, but If you rehearse your compelling why, when you're going for a walk, when you're meditating, when you're taking a bath, whatever, and you make that neural pathway strong, you will be unstoppable because you can apply this to any area of your life beyond friendships. So rehearsal looks like either thinking the thought that you land on, like, I'm tired of feeling disconnected, rather, and I want to live a life of joy and connection because I know it's more aligned with me or whatever your compelling why is, 
and you feel that vibration, you want to create that mind-body connection in a very clear way in your mind and body because the old neural pathways, my friends, are so well-worn. I want you to imagine two amusement parks. There's one amusement park where there's a very clearly paved road to it. It's been driven on, it's been paved, it's very good in terms of the road, but the amusement park only feels great when you're there for a little bit and then you have back pain and nausea and headaches. Now I want you to imagine another amusement park that's perfect, really well designed, you feel great there, you feel great after, but there's no road to get there. You could spend time paving that road knowing that it's going to take some effort, but eventually you're going to get to that park. You, you're investing energy to get there because you know what's going to be good for you long term because you can always use that road to get to that park. That is what this is like. Your current neural pathway is that road to that behavior or to that amusement park that you don't like. So just to put it in concrete terms, if you think the thought, I can't make new friends, that is the pathway. That is the road. And the result or the amusement park is you stay at home and you get some temporary relief because now you don't have to go out and make friends and be uncomfortable. But then after you feel really bad, just like after you go on those rides at the amusement park, you feel really bad versus you spend the time rehearsing, which yes, can be very not challenging. It's very straightforward, but it takes time and effort. You take the time and effort to pave that new neural pathway, rehearse and make that new road. And then you get the result of going to an amusement park that you love that feels great, which is taking action towards making new friends or up-leveling current friendships. Know what your brain is doing on a daily basis. We have the negativity bias where we are more likely to think about negative stimuli. So of course, we're gonna take the easy way out and do things that sort of confirm that. And that includes pursuing results that aren't necessarily good for us, like taking that road constantly to the amusement park that makes you feel bad afterwards. So rehearsal, <laughs> to sum it up, is important and it's the area that me and my clients, my colleagues have the most resistance to, but it's also the key to any result you want in your life, friendship or beyond, but specifically with friendships in this context, I think it's really useful. Now you go out and test your possibility. It doesn't have to be super high, it has to be high enough so that you can take some action. So if you're testing your friendship possibility quotient, you're like, okay, I kind of believe I can make new friends. I'm not fully there. That's when you go out and go on, you know, a chat room online or a meetup event that you feel safe at or the local library events, whatever it is. Once you up-level your friendship possibility quotient, you'll be more open to all of these friendship pursuits. And I think that is ultimately the goal. Friends, this is probably the most challenging work that I have presented thus far. I think, especially with rehearsal, it's not easy, it's not intuitive, but it is simple and it does get you your results. It really does. I've seen it time and time again with myself, with my colleagues, with my clients who put in the work and it's just such a useful shift to have. And you do need the compelling why to do this because many of you listening are like, you know what? My friendships are great. I have fun, it's not worth it, and that's great. Just like your reason for that, while also recognizing that you can have the option to grow if you want to. Then of course, for those of you who wanna make brand new friends, really think this is useful because you will live that life of joy and connection with them and you will form those new 
lifelong friends and best friends and all the great things that you get from increasing your friendship possibility quotient. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have any questions, as I know this was a little bit convoluted in some ways, please feel free to reach out at zanekhanlifecoach.com or through my website at zanekhancoaching.com where the very bottom you can actually sign on my email list where I send weekly friend-finding uh, friendship tips. I said that in a very convoluted way. They're essentially tips that help you up-level your friendship life every single Friday, just once a week, no more than that. You can unsubscribe at any time, and on my website, you'll learn more about me and how you can book your free 45-minute friendship coaching session. Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate you, and thanks again for 100 downloads, and I will see you next week with a new episode. Bye!